I'm panicking. I get my phone in my hand, I call 911. After I heard the glass shattering and the pounding, we heard like really heavy footsteps. And I said to the dispatcher, he's in our apartment, he's in our apartment. And I just remember feeling like frozen with fear. From HV Studio, this is Unnerved. Welcome back to the Unnerved Podcast. It's where normal people share their abnormal stories. And if you enjoy true stories of the strange and terrifying, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Chris Fricky. When you imagine your safe place, what comes to mind? For most of us, it's likely our homes. A place where we can let our guard down and be at ease. The structure of a house is supposed to provide safety from forces of nature and protect us from those with evil intentions. But with every protective fortress, there is a weakness. Perhaps a door with a weak lock, or a window that can easily be broken, or perhaps a fire escape that leads an intruder straight to you. In today's story, Liz and her roommate were visited unexpectedly in the middle of the night by an intruder with unknown intentions. This is her story. My name is Liz, and I am from Atlanta, Canada. And my story begins in the summer of 2018. I was living in an apartment uh, with a roommate. It was a big townhouse that had been split up into a bunch of apartments. I was getting ready for work. I had a, I was a student at the time, uh, and I had a summer job uh, that I had to get up pretty early for. So I tended to go to bed around the same time every night, around 11 p.m., maybe a little bit before. Cities in Atlantic Canada are known for being very humid in the summer, especially the one I live in. And it was one of the most humid and hot nights I have ever experienced uh, living here. And I was getting ready for bed. I had put on, I think, just like a big T-shirt because it was that kind of pajama weather, I guess. I got into bed as I was laying there. It was just so hot that I thought to myself, I should get up and I should open my windows. So I had two windows in my room at the time. One was beside my bed. Some of the windows had been updated, but a lot of them were like original windows from probably like the 1900s. While my window beside my bed had a screen in it, uh, there was a window that led out onto the fire escape across the room from me, and it did not have a screen in it. I typically didn't use that window, but I, on this night, decided to open it alongside the one that was beside my bed. So I got up, I opened that window, and I laid back down in bed. 
I, I couldn't get comfortable. I was just tossing and turning. It was so hot, it was so humid. The windows weren't really giving the relief I needed, but I had two thoughts kind of running through my head at the time, and I'm kind of an anxious person, so <laughs> this is pretty common to happen. The first one was, what if there's a fire and I'm only wearing a big t-shirt to bed? And the second one was, what if an animal comes through my window or a bird or something? Because even though I live in the city, there's still raccoons, there's pigeons, there's starlings, there's things like that around. So I just couldn't get those thoughts out of my head. I decided to get up. I put on some PJ shorts or pants, I can't remember which. And I went over to the fire escape window because it doesn't have a screen in it. And I closed it and I locked it. I got back into bed. It was probably a little after 11 p.m. at this point, and I managed to fall asleep. The next thing I remember is just waking up. I remember looking down at the foot of my bed because I had my phone charging on this kind of charging station, so it was sitting upright, and I could see the time. 12.40 a.m. I, I wasn't a person that would typically just wake up randomly throughout the night, um, especially when I'd only been asleep for like an hour and a half or so at that point. I just remember kind of like sitting up, why am I awake? I kind of felt like this like acute sense of like something woke me up and I need to know what it is. And as I'm sitting there kind of trying to get my bearings and whatnot, because I been awakened from what felt like a pretty deep sleep. Some movement across the room caught my eye. And as I look across the room towards this movement through the fire escape window, I see that what's caught my attention is a person standing out on the fire escape. My first thought was, oh, what is my roommate doing out on our fire escape at almost one in the morning? Like, she has a job, she works tomorrow too. I don't know what's going on here. After seeing this person, a glimpse of this person, I decide to get up and just go check on her to make sure everything was okay. My roommate's room had the door that went out into the fire escape. It was like French doors. <laughs> they weren't really interior doors, but she had like an exterior door just right in her bedroom. Uh, essentially. So I remember getting up and I had a deadbolt on my bedroom door actually at the time. It wasn't a very good one. So I undid that and I opened my bedroom door and, and I turned right to go down the hallway towards her room because we were kind of at different ends of the apartment. As I turned down the hall, I am suddenly aware that my roommate is running down the hallway towards me. and she's kind of pulling on clothes haphazardly. I'm like very confused because like two seconds ago she was out on the fire escape. Now she's standing right in front of me. Like I have no idea what's happening here. As she runs up to me, she just says, Someone's trying to get in my room. And I just remember feeling like frozen with fear. I'm panicking. Let her into my room. I closed the door, I closed the deadbolt, pressed my back against the door, 
I get my phone in my hand, I call 911. I'm giving a description of what's happening, my address and stuff to this dispatcher as I was describing what was happening, what we were hearing, what have you. We just start hearing glass shattering and, and like the sound like thudding, like someone was beating something. After I heard the glass shattering and the pounding, we heard like really heavy footsteps. And I said to the dispatcher, he's in our apartment, he's in our apartment. Like I said, I was pressed up against my bedroom door, keeping it closed. So I was panicking. I, we could hear just the footsteps and I could, I swear I could feel like air coming underneath the bedroom door. And I was just like convinced that he was like in the hallway, like listening at the door. Like I was crying, I was panicking, I couldn't. It was at that point that I, I had to give the phone to my, my roommate because I was just beyond consolation at that point. We heard these footsteps, but they eventually got quieter. We were like, okay, that's interesting. And and my roommate actually then at that point climbed onto my bed, which was near this other window. And she looked out into our backyard and she saw a guy run across our yard and he jumped the fence. She told the dispatcher this. She said, okay, he's, he's run through the backyard. And it was then that the dispatcher told us, okay, yep, the police are there. It's safe, you can go downstairs. I think we took a minute because we were both just so rattled still. We, we stayed in my bedroom for another minute or two and then eventually worked up the nerve to open the deadlock and, and to just run downstairs. We open our, our main apartment door and the first thing we notice is there's just mailboxes everywhere. There was only probably like six units in that building. So there's usually like six mailboxes out on a shelf that were just like loose. They weren't attached to anything. And they were just everywhere, just strewn about, letters everywhere. We walked outside and there was more mailboxes out on the street. And one of our neighbors, our downstairs neighbor actually said that she had heard this commotion uh, and looked out the window and this guy had just thrown a mailbox at her window. <laughs> so he was just looking to cause damage, I guess. I don't know what his deal was. Everybody that lived in that building was outside uh, talking to the police. Our downstairs neighbor, he was there with a broken off chair leg swung over his shoulder. And he said that, um, I guess he kind of confirmed for us that the glass we had heard shattering was actually his back door. And luckily his had the, I don't know what they call it, like the anti-break glass where it has kind of the wires in it. But he wasn't actually able to break through it. It just like shattered, but stayed intact, which is good because our glass door upstairs did not have that. He actually tried to get into four other buildings. So he was really on a rampage that night. But he tried to get into four different apartment 
buildings or townhouses in that same area. So ours was not the first 911 call that was received about this guy particularly. After we gave our statement to the police, my roommate gave a description of what he looked like. We were still so scared. Like it was probably like two in the morning at this point. We asked one of the police officers if they would come upstairs and just check her French doors in her room because we knew that our downstairs neighbor's door was broken, but we didn't know if ours were, was or not at that point. He came upstairs with us. We go into her room and my roommate, she, she demonstrates what had happened and like what he had done was like shook her doors really aggressively. I don't know what the purpose or goal of that was, but he, he shook her doors really aggressively. And so she demonstrated that she grabbed the doorknobs and she shook them. And as we're staying there and she's doing this, one of the doors just opens like nothing. I remember her just standing there and being like, well, um, that was close. Like, I don't know what would have happened if he had been able to get in because like, for all I know, I don't know what he broke our downstairs neighbor's door with, but it appeared to be his fists because he didn't have a weapon when he was running through our backyard or anything. So I don't know if he was on drugs or what was wrong, but he was really dead set on causing damage. And I don't know what would have happened if he had actually made contact with the person which is like kind of scary to think about. The other thing is like, if I had left my fire escape window open, old houses, they had big windows and you could certainly climb through this window, which is the purpose, because if there was a fire, you need to be able to climb out of the window onto the fire escape. Sometimes I think about like, what would have happened if I had just left it open and like gone to sleep? Oh, it's so, it's just like really gross and creepy to think about. I do think he was apprehended. I think I saw it in the news the following day or a couple days later, but I don't think he actually faced any jail time for it because all he, all he did, I guess in quotes, is property damage. He didn't actually serve any time for it. He might've had to pay a fine or something like that. I'm not sure, but for all I know, like I might've walked by him on the street and wouldn't even know. And I think that's also really creepy. Uh, just like not knowing, don't know what this guy's name is, don't know what he looks like. He didn't serve any time. He's just out and about in the world. And I know so many people who don't lock their doors and don't lock their bedroom windows. Even though no one got hurt in the end and it turned out okay, just like use this as a cautionary tale to always lock your door to your apartment, always lock your windows, because you just don't know who is out there and what their intentions are. And so many of these stories, like I'm a pretty avid true crime listener, and like so many stories start with people just being easily to get into someone's house or apartment or what have you. And it's just like, always lock your door. <laughs> Cause you just never know. The regional police released a statement the day of the incident, saying that they responded to a report of a man trying to break into numerous apartments. Upon arrival, officers became involved in a foot pursuit with the suspect. The 24-year-old male was arrested and would face two property damage charges. 
Although Liz's apartment wasn't directly entered, knowing that their home could have so easily been invaded is unsettling. Their building's fire escape gave the culprit easier access to the residents' windows. A structure that was meant to save lives, in this instance, made them more vulnerable. And Liz isn't the only person whose fire escape has given an intruder easy access. Looking for a bold burglar who is scaling fire escapes to break into apartments in Queens. Police say this is the man they're looking for in connection with a string of apartment burglaries in Rigo Park, Queens. Andres Tedesco says he knows the suspect broke into his apartment on Saunders Avenue because the grocery bag and loot the man is carrying in this surveillance video belongs to him. He took uh, two computers, uh, some of my girlfriend's cameras, and unreplaceable jewelries. Tedesco wasn't home on the afternoon of February 8th when police say the burglar scaled this fire escape up to the third floor, forcing open Tedesco's bathroom window. When uh, I opened the door and I saw like everything was ransacked, it was awful. Chris Wu says he knows the feeling. He's among three tenants in Tedesco's apartment building, allegedly burglarized by this same man. Police say on New Year's Eve afternoon, the burglar climbed this fire escape broke in through Wu's kitchen window and took off with his wife's jewelry. We turn around, look at her dresser, and her entire dresser was just rummaged through. My wife just panicked. She just started freaking out. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then we realized somebody had been in the house. Police believe this same suspect is responsible for at least five break-ins here in the Rigo Park area. And he's pretty brazen, breaking into most of the apartments during daylight hours. It was definitely very violating. You know, definitely we still live with a heightened sense of awareness. And a heightened security system. The Woos now have new window locks and alarms to make sure they're not victimized again. Fire escapes clearly serve an important purpose. Giving residents a way out in the event of a deadly fire. But given the access they grant to criminals, a deterrent could help. Window and door alarms are an affordable solution, giving you a heads up to a home invasion. Because fire escape or not, if someone really wants to get into your home, there's usually a way. Thanks again for listening to Unnerved. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to see photos related to each episode, be sure to follow our Instagram at Unnerved Podcast. Until next time, take care. <laughs>